Yes, we're open. Living Faith with Needham UCC, a sermon podcast from the Congregational Church of Needham United Church of Christ, where no matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you're invited and welcome. This sermon for Sunday, December 24th, 2023, continues with our non-canonical Christmas sermon series, reflecting on characters that aren't in the biblical version of the Christmas story, but maybe should be, and why. This Sunday, it's The Little Drummer Boy, and a reflection on a reading from the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 10, verses 13 through 16. If you enjoy this podcast and would like to find out more about our open and affirming ministries at the Congregational Church of Needham, United Church of Christ, simply head over to our website, www.needhamucc.org. Thank you. Our scripture reading today comes from the New Testament, from the Gospels, from the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 10 verses 13 through 16. Let's listen for a life-giving word from God for us in these words from the gospel according to Mark. People were bringing little children to Jesus in order that he might touch them. And the disciples spoke sternly to them. But when Jesus saw this, he was indignant and said to them, let the little children come to me. Do not stop them. For it is to such as these that the kingdom of God belongs. Truly, I tell you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will never enter it. And Jesus took the children up in his arms, laid his hands on them, and blessed them. Beloved, God is still speaking to the world and to us. May our hearts be open to listen and to respond. Amen. Over the last couple of Sundays, these Advent Sundays, we've been reflecting on some non-canonical Christmas characters. That is, characters who don't actually appear in the biblical texts about the birth of Jesus, but over the years, centuries, have found a place in our popular imagination, in pageants and carols and holiday specials on TV. So far, we've considered the innkeeper at Bethlehem, who wasn't there, and the donkey who carried Mary uphill and down, who also wasn't there, and asked why it is they have nevertheless persisted in our collective, more-than-biblical memory of the Nativity, to the point we scarcely can imagine Christmas without them. But today we're going to talk about one more non-canonical Christmas character, one that apparently a whole lot of people wish they could imagine Christmas without. The little drummer boy. The poor little boy who arrives at the manger with nothing, no gold, no frankincense or myrrh to offer in adoration of the baby Jesus. So instead he plays his drum-pum-pum-pum. Some background. The song, The Little Drummer Boy, was written in 1941, and it was originally titled The Carol of the Drum. The composer, 
Catherine Kennicott Davis was a graduate and later a faculty member at Wellesley College just up the road. The song was first recorded in 1951 by the Von Trapp family singers. Yes, those Von Trapps of the Sound of Music fame. But the version that probably lives rent-free in your head, as it does in mine, with its fluty soprano lead line and monotonous bass thrumming and faux orientalish feel, was recorded by the Harry Simeone Chorale in 1958. And it's been recycled on the radio and in retail stores at Christmas time ad nauseum ever since. Even so, it's hard to explain why this particular Christmas song, out of all of the others, has incurred such disdain, such animosity over the last quarter century. Because it has. The internet is full of memes mocking the little drummer boy. Memes like these. Mary, exhausted, having just gotten Jesus to sleep, is approached by a young man who thinks to himself, what this girl needs is a drum solo. Or this one. I never understood how the little drummer boy's parents could just send him outside alone at night to play his drum until my daughter brought a recorder home from school. Were this succinct takedown, that is literally the worst song I have ever heard. Enough said. And of course, there's the Little Drummer Boy Challenge. If they don't have the Little Drummer Boy Challenge under the rock where you live, I'll explain. The LB, LDBC, Little Drummer Boy Challenge, is an informal internet competition begun by a group of co-workers at a software company in Berkeley, California in the mid-1990s, because of course it was, in which players compete to avoid hearing any version of the song on the radio, in stores, in movies, and on TV between 12.01 a.m. on the day after Thanksgiving through today. Christmas Eve. There are now LDBC-themed websites and Facebook groups where you can rant about how much you dislike the song, share tips about shows to avoid so as not to be ambushed by the song, and eventually self-report with a photo that they call an Elfie that you heard the song and are now out of the running. In recent years, these groups have further fleshed out the game, ruling that one, deliberately ambushing someone with the song results in a loss for the ambusher, not the ambush-e. Two, parodies of the song do in fact count. And three, players may not harass musicians and DJs ahead of time to keep them from playing the song. You know there has to have been a story there. In the Christmas music catalog, it seems only Last Christmas by Wham, with its nearly identical Whamageddon challenge, and Mary Did You Know come in for similar levels of vitriol. 
the latter, Mary Did You Know, almost exclusively from progressive Christian clergy who expend enormous amounts of energy online, insisting that, yes, Mary did know just who Jesus would be and what he would do because an angel told her so, and that is in the biblical text. Thank you very much. Sometimes we are the worst. But I can't really tell you why so many people seem to hate the little drummer boy so much. Maybe it's the rum-pa-pum-pum repetition within the song or just the repetition of the song, of all of that Christmas music that inundates stores and our collective subconscious starting on Black Friday. God help us, maybe even earlier. I'm not sure. And I realize, of course, that hate is a strong word, that it's just a game, that it's meant to be fun that most people are playing along just to play along, that there are games that are much, much worse for you, like football. But there does seem to be an awful lot of hashtag kidding, not kidding, negative energy generated out there around this song at this time of year. Maybe that's because there's something entertaining and oh so human about hating something together. I get that. Sadly, how many times in high school did we bond over how bad the cafeteria food was, whether it actually was or not? It was something we did to be a group together. But it's awfully easy to lose that line between ironic, just for fun negativity and actual negativity, play hate and real hate especially these days, especially on social media where tone falls flat. But still, why this song? Because objectively speaking, the sentiment of the song is beautiful. It's about a poor child who is ashamed that he is unable to buy an expensive gift for the baby Jesus. The sort of fancy presence he sees other people, magi, offering this one they call the newborn king of the Jews. Until he realizes, the little boy, that this unlikely king has been born among an oppressed people in a backwater of empire, his people. That this little one swaddled in rags and lying in an animal food trough, for God's sake. This Jesus is a poor boy too. Just like himself. And that what this Emmanuel, God with us, God with him, really desires is not an expensive gift as the world counts such things, but a personal one, the gift of himself. As we heard from the prophet Micah last week, God has told us, fellow mortals, that the only gift God requires is simply that we do justice, love kindness and walk humbly with God. And of course, Jesus himself will later repeat what he learned from the scriptures, that the heart of faith is to love God with all your heart and all your mind and all your soul and all your strength and your neighbors as yourself. No credit card required. I like to imagine it's his voice, the little drummer boy's voice we hear in the words to another carol in the bleak midwinter, when we sing, what can I give him, poor as I am, 
If I were a shepherd, I would give a lamb. If I were a wise man, I would do my part. But what can I give him? Give him my heart. The little drummer boy does what he can. He plays his drum. That's what he's got. That's all he's got. It's, it's who he is. It's right there in the name. And as he plays, Mary nods and the ox and lamb keep time. And Jesus, the little Lord Jesus, smiles at him. God smiles on him. It is enough. He is enough. And surely that's enough. So why does the world insist that he's not? The little drummer boy and so many other poor and poor in spirit people like him. Why do we create so many boundaries? Why do we fence the nativity scene? Why do we set so many hurdles, build so many walls, militarize so many borders, drop so many bombs to keep out the people whose gifts we find unfit or objectionable or just plain distasteful? And not just their gifts, but themselves. Because no joke and no game, we do that. We do just that as nations, as communities, as individuals. And yes, all too often as churches. We spend unconscionable amounts of time and energy and yes, money to block out, silence, even erase people we don't like or don't understand and don't want to. People whose lives, whose lived experience makes us uncomfortable or anxious or guilty. Poor people. Women, people with disabilities, queer and transgender people, immigrants, people of other faiths and no particular faith, incarcerated people. The anti-guest list goes on and on and on. People who march to the beat of their own drum, whose only sin is being out of step with us and our vision for the way we believe things ought to be, how life ought to be lived, how God ought to be worshipped. But friends, they have a place in the nativity scene too. They have a place. You have a place. If that's you on the outside looking in, you have a place in this Christmas story of God's love made flesh among us in Jesus, and even now in ourselves. Because God isn't about faith, isn't about Christmas, isn't about decking the hall with all the social trappings of success, writing that Christmas letter that will make you the envy of all who know you, fitting in, being able to afford that so-called good life the advertising industry keeps trying to sell us, especially at this time of year, that new car with the giant bow in the driveway. Noah is no less a villain than the Grinch himself learned. Christmas comes without presents. It comes without tags. It comes without packages, boxes, and bags. It 
definitely comes without walls. And Christmas comes for all of us, everyone. But it comes, Jesus comes, especially for the lowest and the least, the poor and the oppressed, the children who grow up in the shadow of empire, even in the shadowy corners of our own American empire. The children who believe they have nothing, that they are nothing. Christmas comes especially for them, for you. So friends, listen to whatever music you like. Sing, dance, celebrate, and love the God who loves you so much. They send the very best. They send themselves to be born among us as us in Jesus, then and there and still today. This Christmas and beyond, don't just give a gift or worry that you won't be able to or that your gift won't be worthy. You are the gift. You are worthy. Give God and the world the gift of yourself no matter what anyone else says about it, no matter what they say about you. Go ahead and join the Little Drummer Boys jam session. Bang your drum-pum-pum-pum just because it makes Jesus smile. You make Jesus smile just as you are. And to the rest of you, chill out and let the music play. Let the children play, all the children of God, from the small to the tall. Whereas Jesus reminds us, to such belong the kingdom of God, the very best gift of all. And so, beloved, if you have heard a word here from God for you today, remember to give all honor and glory to our one God. Creator, Christ, and Holy Spirit. Amen.